God damn it. God damn it, Birdo. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. We really fucked this up. Honestly, the, ahead, best, the best opening we could have for it. Go that. ahead, Dragon. We could restart ahead. it, but we're not going to. Why? Uh, all right, all right, all right. You'll just edit this part out. Ready? Three. No, I two, won't. I won't one, edit go. this part out. Uh, how are you? I'm great, Dragon. How are you going to finish saying the horrific things that we were saying before that will get us obviously canceled? Absolutely not. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> all right. Good job. All right. How are Well, good. You just asked me how I was, and I said I'm good. Um, how to, Dragon, tell me about your week, your uh, fun, exciting week. It was pretty good. Um, we uh, So on, on Friday for date night, we went and saw a, a, a modern dance performance. So there is this um, dance company called Streb. S-T-R-E-B, and it's named after a woman, the woman who founded it. And it's like modern dance, and their whole thing is like the the way that they do dance is like painful, right? Like it's a lot of like hitting the floor really hard and using props that are like very heavy and like difficult to work with. Um, it's very fun. Uh and uh so we we went to that, but there's a there's a documentary about Streb that I think that is interesting, but um they're in Williamsburg because of course they are, so we <laughs> went <down. laughs> Go on. <laughs> we went down and we saw a performance of theirs and it was great. It was like, you know, they're like doing trampoline stuff. They like jump really high in the air and then like land really hard on crash pads. And like some of the stuff they do is just like on a really hard, like concrete floor. And you're just like, oh, Jesus. Like they're basically doing like a sprawls, like hard sprawls onto like a concrete floor. Um, mm-hmm. It's and it like sounds and looks very painful. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a it's fun. I, I enjoyed it. Like modern dance is not necessarily my thing, but it's like it's like dance with like gymnastics elements to it so let me interesting let me just let me just see if i get this straight yes you saw jackass the live performance (laughs) no it's not quite it's not except except they call it dance so now it's art and (laughs) i'm using air quotes here art hey i'll fucking fight you if you think jackass (laughs) is not art jackass is art (laughs) the most beautiful art form we have i love those movies (laughs) anyway I know it's very impressive. It's very fun. The people are the people who do it are like jacked. They're like gymnast jacked, you know, because like mm-hmm. they're like full time dancers that do this kind of shit for a living. So um, yeah, I highly recommend. It. They're they're not there for very. They're the the show that the performances they're doing now are only being done through like at like a couple weeks from now, and then they're you know revamping or whatever. Um, okay. but uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. So I did that. Um, and then also yesterday was the five borough bike tour, which I did not do because I forget that it's happening every year, but it is the first, <laughs> it is the first May uh, every year. It's a first Sunday in May every year. And uh, we happened to be walking around yesterday because it was beautiful outside and wandered by the route. The route comes through Greenpoint. So we were, you know, I got to see some of the bikers and go, yay, they do 40 we'll miles. Shoot them on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they forty miles. That's a lot. Fucking Jesus Christ! I might do it one day, but like, I'm gonna use my e bike for it. Fucking cheater! You disgusting, <laughs> disgusting cheater! Your battery will die. Like, how many? How long? Actually, how long can you actually, do? so I got a new bike, Dragon. Yeah, and the battery lasts. The battery lasts 125 miles. If I have it at full blast, it's 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 gonna last 70. Okay. And I've I've tested it a little bit. I've gotten to like 50 or so before yeah. I've like recharged it. And yeah. I'm like, I think I think I could push it to seven or at least like 65 ish. Yeah. So I'm good to go. Right. <laughs> They're going to fucking hate me when I win the race. <laughs> I, don't like, think, I don't think it's like a race race. I don't, it's I, a race race. Is it? Um, I don't think it is. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe maybe it's like 
20 people do it as a race race and then everyone yeah. else just does it as funsies yeah i don't i, I, I actually I, don't know i me and me and andrew were talking about maybe doing it next year um he just said you to get a bike <laughs> well has he ridden a bike for i would assume it takes it's going to take like three hours maybe maybe four it's yeah it's it's like three to four. it's three hours he, if you like go straight and you like don't really yeah. stop yeah so if has he ridden a bike let's say four hours conservatively yeah. has he ridden a bike for four hours before no. we, we would need to get um, a bike and train i think it's not so much like training your legs because you, you know you're both athletic yeah right you're both yeah, i think yeah. you both could do it physically it's just literally training your butt to be able to sit on i was seat. gonna say it's the it's the the butt is the problem i'd have to get i'd have to get padded bike shorts i'd have to there's no way i wouldn't they, be able to they also sell those like wide um bike seats that yeah. are, are are better for 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 sitting on longer periods of time yeah but yeah that's always my thing is like oh man i could i could probably bike for a long time and then i realized man my butt is gonna hurt my butt hurts seat. like really my it's 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 my butt it hurts yeah <laughs> it's hard but anyway what so one of our friends did it and um mm-hmm. uh yes last night we were we did a andrew's movie stream which i'll talk about a little later because i'm going to talk about the movie that we watched but um he was like yeah i, I finished the five bar bike tour they started at uh 9 30 a.m and yeah. they finished around three and he didn't get home until like eight <laughs> jesus christ uh no a little earlier than like six i think he said because it ends in Staten island right yeah, they had to wait three so hours for a ferry. So yeah, I was gonna say I yeah. assume they have to wait for the ferry. So what we said, what 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 one of our friends goes, yeah, I think that would be a four borough bike tour for me. And I was like, that's actually a great idea. Skip like I, just jumping off right before the Verrazano and skipping the whole Staten Island part. Smart. I can't remember who she did it with, but I I this is like fucking fifteen plus years ago, but I dated someone who did it, but only did like it basically stopped in Brooklyn and then just left. Yeah. And was like, oh, it's great because it was like living because I lived in Brooklyn. It was like stopped in Brooklyn and it just went to my place afterwards. Yeah. I was like, oh, how nice. <laughs> and it um, apparently like you can't put headphones in. Yeah. But I have also had those little Bluetooth ones that I could just shove into my ear. And no one can know. Because like a I mean, safety I bike, thing, right? Like they don't, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I bike with I bike with one earpiece in all the time anyway. So oh, know, I don't. I'm used to that shit. Oh, I will bike. I will bike with um like a podcast playing though. Yeah, like one with one Bluetooth in. Oh no, I just played out loud. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm thinking about getting uh noise canceling headphones so I can bike with those. <laughs> Smart. Thoughts, Dragon. It's a really good baby. idea. Yeah, yeah. With your I baby. got the little yeah. bike seat. I got the little <laughs> bike seat that goes in front, so I can put my baby there and then like I'll bike it and I'll put noise canceling headphones on him too. Yeah. It's not like um <laughs> the important part of biking in the city is like hearing cars coming. <laughs> it's not like I've gotten hit. I almost <laughs> almost gotten injured like four times because people just fucking turned without looking. No Jesus one Christ. ever no one has ever put their blinker on or looked before they made a turn in New York. Not, <laughs> not a single person. All right. All right. We, we you know how many times on. I've people are like turning just into my bike lane and I just had to slam on the brakes and then they're just like they get halfway blocking me and then they stop because they can they they can now see me and they could it before and I'm just like I already stopped, that's motherfucker. A, you may as well go. Like, yeah, you that's, don't, a, that's happened don't to me multiple me times where I've like, where if someone has turned and braked at the last minute or even hit, like turned and I've had to like get out of the way. And like, yeah. I'm like, I could have died there yeah. three, three or four times. Yeah. Luckily, I'm a trained expert. So, <laughs> luckily, I'm very aware when I'm biking. L- luckily, I, although I will say this because I've actually fallen off the bike a couple times because, <laughs> because of people in the cars. Yeah. Um, I have, it turns out that I know how to fall on the ground. So yeah. I've actually like I did a fucking full somersault over the front bar of the bike and then literally was like, I'm 
perfectly fine (laughs) because I know I'm I'm able to relax and I know how to fall. Yeah. I am. Right. I'm just glad that hasn't happened to me. Yeah, no, it's it was it was a crazy moment. But anyway, yeah, yeah. let's let's move on. We got to move okay. On. Anyway, uh, so that so those are some things I did this week. What about you, Bruno? How's your week? Well, uh, my week started with uh, my chick was like, "Hey," because my chick is a counselor at a school, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Hey, do you want to uh, come watch a show?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what mm-hmm. do you mean? Like, oh, the kids put on like a play at the end of the year? Uh, not the end of the year, but the kids are putting on a play close to the end of the year." And uh, they've all been working on it and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go there and it's a little mermaid. First off, they come out and they're like, okay, so the show should last about two hours. And I was like, holy fuck. Mind you, these are middle school, middle school kids. So they're like 10, 10, 11, 12, that age. Yeah. I'm like, who the, how the fuck did they remember lines for two hours? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And then, and then my chick is like, oh, they're, they're kind of tired today because, because this is the fourth uh, show they put on this weekend. What? Yeah, I know. I did the same fucking look you just gave me, which is like, what the? F- what do you mean for the show? What are they and on they just, Broadway? Like, are they getting paid for this? <laughs> they're just in the back, like whipping the kids. I, that's all I picture. <laughs> anyway, Dragon. Um, so it turned out to be the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, do you want my my assessment of the play? Yes, please tell me your so acting. Acting was crappy. These kids don't know how to act that well, dude. Zero of ten. These twelve-year-olds <laughs> don't know how to act. Some of these kids don't know how to project. Zero of ten. <laughs> the two leads had no chemistry together. Zero out of ten. Losers. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's actually like it's alarmingly like I, I was like I can't believe like I actually enjoyed this as much because. <laughs> Because granted, the quality is like that, that great. But also, oh. I think it's because I came into it knowing that and being yeah. like, this is adorable. <laughs> I mean, that's but, a, that's the thing. It's just like a, it's like um, impressive that these 12 year olds did a two hour show and that this is their fourth performance of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And then they like come out, they do some of them like like they got little microphones and stuff. So some yeah. of them can't project as well. Other yeah. ones, it's, it's funny because I'm like, man, uh, some kids like their job is to just be like a, a, a sweeping. They, they sweep in the background. Some people like actually have singing parts. Some people are like, I'm part of the sisters who have like three lines. Yeah. And all yeah. that stuff. Anyway, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> My chick even was like, I just want to warn you, they're kids. They're not that good. And I'm yeah, like, what, yeah. <laughs> what do you think I am? <laughs> like you're like, booing. You're in the back. Like, yeah. boo. <laughs> boo. Learn to act. <laughs> I paid zero dollars for this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually paid 20 but that's fine. You paid $20? Then get your money back. That's it. <laughs> You're like, I expected. <laughs> and uh, an and I paid another reward. 20 to be in the raffle, which I didn't win. And then I paid another like three bucks for a small bag of chips. And I'm just like, I like, whatever. I'm here. To, I'm here for the kids. I don't give a shit. <laughs> $3 anyway. for a bag of chips. You didn't snuggle, s- smuggle your own bag of chips in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I was most amazed at is that my boy, Alejandro, he, he actually like, did not cry the entire fucking time. He so sat through amazing. the whole thing, huh? Did he watch yes. it, or was he just like kind of looking everywhere? Um, so he he especially loved the lights, but mostly he was looking everywhere. And then <laughs> when people start singing, lights. yeah, he really loved the lights. But he was like, he would he would go from looking at the stage to looking at the people to like yeah. crawling on me for no reason. Yeah. To then doing his little back bends. Yep. Uh, but no, he he seemed to enjoy it, so that was good. But that was fun. That it was nice. It was really nice. nice. Um. Oh, oh, and uh, you'll be happy, Dragon. Um, the girl who played Ariel, white. Yep. So, congratulations. Oh, thank, thank God. You know, it's thank, the only thing I God. was concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing in the world. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay. Uh, yeah, should we, should we dive in? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. 
You have to ask me. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon, yes. what did you watch on the couch this week? Okay, so I, uh, I, I'm i going to... Last week, I believe I talked about um, the Lemmy documentary. Mm-hmm. So this week, we watched the Dio documentary <laughs> um, with Ronnie James Dio. So uh, it's called Dio Dreamers Never Die. Uh, it's on Showtime, so it's a little annoying to, to get. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen... I love a documentary about a weird musician and Dio is a weird fucking musician and it's an interesting documentary. <laughs> Would you say a rockumentary? It is a rockumentary for sure. For sure. Like it, it's just interesting. Like I didn't realize that, you know, Dio started out as like a fifties, like doo-wop kind of singer. Like he, you know, uh, I did know that. I, yeah. did, I did not know that he's got a great voice for that. Like a great, it's so different from the voice he uses for, you know, um, for fucking everything uh, what else. Do you call it? Yeah. Uh, he eventually got to black Sabbath, right? Yeah, well, he, he did. Who took over for Black Sabbath? He so he took over for Ozzy, which I didn't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I, I like straight okay. up just didn't know that. I just know Dio from Dio, you know. Like I didn't realize, like I didn't realize that he took over for Ozzy. It wasn't for it wasn't. He did like two albums with them, I think, and then he got kicked out. But like, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting. I I recommend a doc. It was fun. I think the Lemmy doc is a little funner. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the the Dio one's pretty good. Um, so. Let me just add two things. Number one, um, I, I think that the, the you know there's a movie called Rockstar starring Marky Mark. No, Mark I did Wahlberg. Not know that. Anyway, it's it's like loosely based on a couple of different people. It's basically he's like a local guy who then like becomes goes to the biggest rock band in the world. Nice. Um, it's a decent movie. Yeah. Uh, it, this it's loosely based on his story. Nice. Um, number one. Then number two, uh, he is the guy who started doing the thing with the fingers to be like horns yes. of the devil. I, le- I learned that too. I was like, Dio started the fucking like. The horns of the devil. Yeah. yeah. The thing that you do during rock concerts where you do the yeah. horns of the devil with your fingers. Yeah. Um, and do you know where he got that from? I do know where he got that from. Okay. It's yeah, in the ahead, documentary. So yeah. he got it. He got it because his, his grandmother used to do it to ward off the evil eye. <laughs> yeah. He's got like an old Italian grandmother. An old He's Italian like, grandmother. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do this to stop the deem- the deem- the evil eye from 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 people. <laughs> it's fucking great, and somehow that is just now like this is what rockers do. Just the, the devil thing that rockers do. It's like a little old Italian lady started it. Um, yeah. yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. Also, you I know, you, you love a short king and Dio's teeny tiny. So <laughs> yeah, I do. Being there. a short king myself. Yes, being a short king yourself. Uh, I feel like you and Dio are the same size. <laughs> See five three. I don't I don't remember how tall he is. Well, I thought four. you were five four, yeah. I'm five four. Anyway, uh recommend. It's a good documentary. Dio, I, I mean, listen, it's just like he's just like a fucking D and D nerd, basically, that like happened to be where... some of yeah, the biggest bands in the world. Uh he is five four. Do you know where he was born, Dragon? In Canada, right? No. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. He was born in New Hampshire? He's in New Hampshire, right? They didn't they didn't go over that in the documentary. They just talked about his know. life and like where I think the, the documentary the documentary should have been nothing but that. <laughs> Just the hospital he was born in Portsmouth, and that's it. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so I watched Dio. Streamers never die. Pretty good. It's mm-hmm. on Showtime. Um, next, uh, we watched um, the 1978 horror movie Magic. So, do you know what this uh, this movie? This movie's claim to fame is that uh, Anthony Hopkins is in it. A young Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Okay. And by young, I mean like 40, but still, you're <laughs> young. Uh, uh, and um, this movie, uh, I believe, was nominated for an Oscar, which be, okay. doesn't make sense. 
go on. It is. It's basically uh, Anthony Hopkins plays a guy that does like been, he, he like somehow becomes like a huge, like famous, like magic slash ventriloquist act in, in like New York or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he like goes crazy and takes his uh, dummy and goes to some rural place and, and, you know, hilarity ensues or whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. So one of the other reasons that this movie is so uh, uh, sort of famous is that, um, you know, Siskel and Ebert, um, one of them made this one of his top movies of that year. <laughs> okay. And it um, doesn't make sense. It's literally just a horror movie about a gu- guy that goes crazy with a fucking ventriloquist dummy. With a very scary looking ventriloquist dummy. Okay. And that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw this once, but I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. By the you- way, uh, it, it wasn't nominated for um, an Oscar. It was nominated for a Golden Globe and a BAFTA. But go ahead. In any case, that does it still doesn't make sense. Yeah, but it's a Golden Globes. No one really pays attention to those. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. Um. Anyway, it was just weird. It it's like it's not a t- it's not a bad movie. It's just like a seventies ventriloquist horror movie that like the thing about it is that it has Anthony Hopkins in it. But even he's like you know he knows what movie he's, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, saying he's bad in fun? it, but like yeah, go based on a book. <laughs> I'm on the Wikipedia right now. I can based right. on a novel. Sure. <laughs> okay, go on. I th- I actually think I knew that. I think it's um the the guy who wrote it also wrote some other famous stuff, and I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. I'm gonna, I'll look it up if I can see anything. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. The 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 guy who wrote the novel. Um. Uh, it, he wrote some other stuff for sure. Oh, it has Burgess Meredith in it, so that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy. Yeah. Your boy, Dragon. Uh, He's written for um other movies, but I don't know what else in terms of like books. Yeah. But go ahead, Dragon. Okay. Anyway, um, that was that. I don't really re- necessarily recommend it, but it was, I'm glad I watched it, I guess. <laughs> Just for the young Anthony Hopkins. Um, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10, out of 10. Um, next, uh, we ventured out to the movie theater and we saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh. Volume 3 interesting um, very gone i i liked it i mean it's not it's definitely not it didn't like blow me away or anything i don't think the music is as good in it as it had mm-hmm. you know it, the guardians the whole thing about the guardians is like they they have like you know really great soundtracks <laughs> yes. like really fun like you know soundtracks that make sense in the movie and i thought the music was okay in this one i, I don't think it hit like it normally does um, there was some stuff I really liked about it. This movie is more focused on Rocket and his backstory. So that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like a middle of the road Marvel movie. But so I've, I've heard from yeah, I've heard a couple things about it. Yeah, I've heard a couple things on it. And it's like, like it's not as it's it's fine. It's decent. It's yeah. uh, and what someone once said is that like, um, well, it's the best of this of the uh, it's the best movie of the even though we're not in phase four, I think we're in phase five, the best of the phase four movies. Okay. And then to, <laughs> to which someone else said, yeah, that's not a high bar. You're trying to get them. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking yeah. About? The Marvel movies have been really sucking recently. I don't know. They had a formula and uh, I think they're trying to like, either they're trying to revamp that formula or try to regain that formula, but it's just like not taking, I don't know. It just seems like it just ran its course. It seems like, it seems like superhero movies are like dying now. Um, we're like in the last throes of it. Which is fine. We don't need it. We don't yeah, need we can well, move on I, to the next thing. It's hard because they're kind of all the same. 
So yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know. Well, that's I, the problem. I, it's like Disney, exactly. Disney has a formula and they like you punch these things in. It's like an AI bot makes yeah. movies. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I still liked it. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's still like yeah, entertained no, I, me for the time that yeah, I watched it. But like, I think that's the big the big thing is like, it's fine. It's it's a decent movie. It's just we were expecting more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially because I really liked the other Guardians movies. I like them, too. They're fun. They're they're like yeah. the fun Marvel movies, you know? Yeah, exactly. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just seems like seems like Marvel's done, Dragon. Yeah. Your beloved Marvel movies are going to be over soon. I don't care. They're and cartoons. all before we find out what happens to Kang or the other person. I don't fucking know what they're I, doing. I don't doing. even remember. Is Thanos done? He's done, right? He's the one with the stones. She-Hulk. Um, What's going to happen to She-Hulk? Oh, dear God. What? Who knows? I can't I can't move on without finding out what happens to She-Hulk. Um, anyway, that's in that's in the theaters now, mm-hmm. um, if you would like to see it. Uh, okay, next. We uh, we went to Spectacle yesterday to watch um, to do their Blood Brunch, and they actually played a movie that we had already seen, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, the movie is called Effects. So this movie is basically a, a low-budget horror movie um, about the making of a low-budget horror movie, and I really enjoy it. I like it more than yeah. Andrew does, which I think is really interesting. So it's from 1979. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. Like The whole movie is just on YouTube uh and i like there's something about it that like really tickles me and and it it's just like it's super low budget it's really grainy like but i think it's like surprisingly well acted and i think it's like the uh effects that they do are kind of fun i just like i just think it's a fun concept for a movie as well tom savini is in it um he plays a uh uh one of the kind of shitty guys sort of um the other yeah. one of the other actors in it john harrison he plays a guy named uh lacy he looks so familiar to me and I just like cannot place like maybe it's just because I'd seen the movie before and that's maybe that, let me know? try to look him up to see if I know who he is but go I ahead. think you know I th- you know what I think it is I think he he looks a little bit like a young Stephen King just like a little bit okay yeah um anyway he he doesn't anymore but he uh he 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 does he did then I guess well he's been um, in a lot of movie uh, TV shows I mean yeah but go ahead yeah and I maybe I maybe I did have just seen him in like a bunch of TV shows. He's in Creep Show, like you you know Tales from the Crypt, all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I I recommend the movie, Berto. I th- I think you would probably like it. Okay. It's called Effects. Uh, would my son like it? Mm, there's not. Uh, there's some nudity, but it's like tastefully done for Ugh. the kind of horror movie that it is. Gosh. But it there is some like close up like shots on female body. Um. But anyway recommend it's fun uh, I like the, it has, I like this the, shows it has three according to imdb it has three scenes yeah yeah but I, I just feel like you don't see as much as you would expect yeah it's not for me though it's for my son <laughs> yeah especially for him um so i watched <laughs> okay. i watched that and the last thing i'm going to talk about is andrew did his movie stream last night mm-hmm. um his monthly movie stream and we watched fire and ice um Berto, have you seen fire and ice <laughs> Um, it keeps coming up on Prime and I'm like, should I watch this? And then ultimately I choose not to, but go ahead. Yeah. So it's a 1983 animated um, movie, um, mm-hmm. like a fantasy adventure movie. So the the guy who directed it is Ralph Bakshi <clears throat> and he he's Ooh, made sorry. like he's made like a bunch of um, like adult animated movies. And when I say adult, I don't mean porn. I'm just mean like animated movies for adults, like not for children. Um, is this from one of those big Bigsby? What the fuck was it? Like Bigsby would they made a bunch of those like adult like cartoons for Bakshi. Back in the day? 
Bakshi, Bakshi. that's it. Yes, okay, yes. Ralph Bakshi okay. is, the, is the, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Like it's, you know, it's just like a fantasy story or whatever. It's like, it may as well be set in like, it's like D and D or whatever, you know, it's like one of those like quest kind of things. The Lord of the Rings. Except the, he did make, he made, um, uh, Bakshi did like a Lord of the Rings uh, animated show. He did the, uh, the Hobbit and then he did movie. the first, he did the first Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. 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 1978. Go ahead. Yes. Anyway. Um, so, uh, you know, it's like, it, it's very basic, like, the princess gets kidnapped and some people have to get her back kind of thing. But the fun thing about it is everyone's in a loincloth. The princess is in like the tiniest bikini you've ever seen in your life. It's just like a thong mm-hmm. and like two little pieces of like fabric covering her boobs. Like that's it. Right. <laughs> and it's sense. animated. So it's like, you know, um, and yeah, it's, it's like kind of fun. It's just like a kind of fun, dumb, you know, fantasy thing. But after we watched it, Andrew included like a little, a very short little documentary about the making of, and it's cool. Cause they like, the uh thomas kincaid was one of the main painters that did background paintings for this movie mm-hmm. like you know the landscape painter thomas kincaid that like i don't know the I don't, american you, you're saying this like i know anything like i know you, who this is if i showed you a thomas kincaid paintings you'd be like oh okay it's like the guy that paints like the cottages and like those really serene scenes and all that kind of stuff you would re- you yeah look it up you'll you'll know what i'm talking about i'm but not anyway. gonna look it up i'm tapping something else sure <laughs> um but the making of it was really fun. So they filmed it live action and they rotoscoped it. So they like just yeah, drew that was over a, the people. It and was it a growing it, style back then. Yeah, it makes it look really cool. I mean, what a fucking time consuming way to make this movie. But like, looks cool. I it it like the paintings are really nice. It's cool. You can like see the brushstrokes in the um in the movie, you know, which I, I think is an interesting, like fun way to, to watch yeah. it. No, animation's a very, it's a, it's almost like it, it can't be too perfect because then I don't like it. Because then it looks weird. Well, then you get yeah. Uncanny Valley and you're like, oh, I don't like this <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, like I, I like it. I like it when it, yeah, because I've seen, I've seen, well, I've seen like some of the rotoscope style movies or even yeah. like clips and stuff. And it's like, it looks weird, but it's also like, oh, there's an interesting weird. Yeah, exactly. It like looks cool, I think. And I think right, the uh, movie like, looks pretty cool. Go. Thomas Kincaid, it just looks like uh, the paintings you see in hotel rooms. Yes. And not in the rooms. And not, no, not the rooms the like the lobby yeah yeah the rooms is poor quality but i i see what you mean my my grandmother had like Tom, a thomas kincaid painting you know like oh, not not like the painting itself but like a print you know because it's like pretty it's like a pretty cottage with flowers like it's Ooh. that it's that kind of thing oh look at me i'm cultured great american painter um anyway <laughs> i thought that was interesting because like you i don't associate him with that this kind of animation or this kind of like project so we watched that it was fun it was a good it was a good time it was a good movie to watch with with some friends um mm-hmm. and that's it Berto. so why don't you tell me about what you watch in a little segment way to call Berto on the bed all right dragon so this week i'm gonna start with a little movie called terminator genesis a movie mm-hmm. i had seen before but uh me and jaime started watching it together as like you know boys yeah but uh then jaime just was like i can't keep watching this is shit and so what Sounds did I do, Dragon? Right. You, you continue I finished watching it. Because yeah. you love shit. I do love shit. It's yeah. phenomenal how much shit I love. Now, this yeah. movie is, uh, I don't know if you remember this movie, but this one is with Emily Clark. That's the chick from Game of Thrones. Okay. The, uh, you know, the main, the, the dragon chick. Okay. Um, she is, stars as Sarah Connor. And uh, Jaya Courtney is Kyle Reese. Jaya Courtney is one of those guys who like you'll look at and be like oh yeah they were trying to make that guy a thing it's never turned into a thing yeah um yeah this movie is i mean bad dragon it's bad like really bad it tries to rewrite the whole like 
the whole like mythos yeah. of um terminator because it starts in the past it starts in the future and then it goes into like oh now we're like going into the past and like trying to redo it but in this one like someone had sent a terminator to sarah connor earlier to protect her so now she's like a badass who like has guns and everything and yeah. i think the biggest problem is amelia clark cannot play fucking a badass uh-huh. at least not in this movie yeah even in the fucking tits and dragons it's like kind of easy to look like a badass when you're riding a dragon. <laughs> but I mean, um, fair enough, I guess. Because it's just a far shot, and then you just see the dragon doing the flame, and then you're like, "Yep, up, oh, she's badass." Yeah. But in this one, it's just like, "Oh boy, she's just can't like she's holding a gun, and it's almost like she looks scared of the gun. She's yeah. so tiny, and like this is one of those movies in 2015 where they were trying to be like girl power, rah rah rah." <laughs> Um, and so we know how much you hate that, Berta. Well, the problem is just that, like, she can't play it. She can't do it. So the entire time, I'm just like, this is not believable whatsoever that yeah. she is the fucking, she is the person who gives birth to fucking John Connor. It doesn't make fucking sense. When you watch Terminator 2 and you see, uh, what's her face in that fucking movie? Yeah. Um, God I damn it. Dragon, I, I, I'm not going to remember her name. No, Dragon, I need you to remember her name. I'll look it up. Right now. We cannot continue until you tell me Linda Hamilton's name. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> in, in Terminator 1, right? Linda yes. Hamilton is like, you can see her be like, oh, she's like, she's 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 weak. She's like, oh, I don't know what's happening. My life is just blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then towards the end of the movie, you can see like, oh, that's the person who's going to give birth to the savior of humanity. Yeah. Terminator 2, she transforms her body. And is like, that is the person who taught uh, John Connor how to survive. Yeah. It's like, you believe it from her physicality. Amelia Clark, I feel like they were like, hey, can you do you mind like, you know, doing some pushups, maybe some shoulder exercises, something to make you look bigger. And she's just like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I will do it with my acting. Sure. Because I'm strong and, uh, you know. I'm strong. I mean, not physically. It just does not come out. <laughs> yeah, no, not physically, but I'm strong. And it just does not come out at all. And the entire movie requires her to be that. And she cannot do it. And yeah. she's bad at it. And granted, everyone else is bad in it too. Jason Clark is bad in it. Jaya Courtney is bad in it. Matt Smith is not in it long enough to be bad in it, but he's yeah. decent. Um, Schwarzenegger is actually, he's meh. He yeah. looks like he showed up to work. Um. Uh, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. The storyline is bad. It's just stupid. Nothing makes sense. It's terrible. Would not recommend. Now, the the big question is, what's worse, this one or Terminator Dark Fate? I don't remember. One... Like, I know I saw this, but I don't remember Term- it. Terminator Dark Fate is the one that they brought Linda Hamilton back. And she's oh. like, like, they, it turns out that a, a Terminator, after she saved the world, the Terminator killed John Connor. Mm-hmm. And then she's now, like, on a mission to just hunt down Terminators and, like, kill them whenever they appear because mm-hmm. she gets a text message that says hey a terminator arrived and she goes and kills them <laughs> that, that sounds um, familiar i think i saw that yeah so that one might be worse. so here's the thing this one as a movie is worse okay that one as a concept is worse because the entire <laughs> point of that movie is hey linda hamilton you know how you were the savior of fucking uh, humanity mm-hmm. not anymore guess who is this random I- immigrant from mexico who came over the border and it turns out she's the, she doesn't give birth to the savior dragon she, she is, is the, the savior, savior. Yes, yes. yeah that's right because she's you know us women we can't like we can't let men do the work we have to save the world with sure. our physicality and strength yes 
it's terrible. It's fucking t- that one. That one as a concept is just terrible. And like, I, I think it's maybe it's just me. But now once you see like, oh, Hollywood is shoving their own like politics into movies. You can't sure. unsee it. Sure. Anyway, terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Both of them mm-hmm. are terrible. Don't don't watch either one of them. Um, Just watch Terminator 1 and 2 and that's it. Just move okay. on with your life. Just pretend right. none of three is OK. Four is like, OK, I see what you're going for. It just doesn't hit. And, uh, you know. Just just watch one and two and then just move move on with your life. <laughs> ah, anyway, yes. Dragon, in that vein, let's move on to the next movie. Okay. Oh, by the way, that one was on Prime. Uh, I'm going to stay on Prime and I watched a little movie called The Tall Man because me and my chick wanted to watch a horror movie. So I just picked the movie and was like, fuck it, let's watch this. Uh, Tall Man was one of those like creepy pastas. Mm, you know what the creepy yep. pastas are? I yeah, do. So can you tell the, the, the audience what a creepy pasta is? It's just like a, it, it's like a made up story, like an internet meme thing, I, I guess you could say. I would, I would call it more fan fiction. Fan fiction. Okay. Fan yeah, fiction. It's like, yeah. it's like new wave internet, like fan fiction where they like yeah. write stories and then some of these pop off. Like, um, who's the fucking one with that girl? Who, uh, you, I, I don't know how to fucking describe it, but you can, you can Google it. It's creepy. It's called creepypasta. It's like. People write short stories about like yeah. some horror with horror. Elements. I think I think fan fiction is a good way to to. But although Thank I guess you. it's not really fan fiction about an, about a particular IP. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. God damn it! So how do we describe? We, we can't move on until we describe it properly. Right? I anyway, think we, I think we heard it. It's like creepy stories that people wrote on the internet, like yeah. short anyway. stories. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it's one of those. It, so what happened was they started like taking some of those and trying to turn them into movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, they're just like whatever. They're just average horror movies. No, no, nothing to write home about. They're like five out of tens. You yeah. forget them like two weeks after you saw them. Yeah. Uh, this one, Tall Man is a guy who just kidnaps children. Yeah. Right? Um, so this movie, so I was like, all right, fuck it. We'll watch it. Jessica Beale's in it. So we started watching it. And um, uh, okay, so I'm going to try to go. I'm going to go through the movie and I'm going to, you know, spoil it because you know it's not that good anyway um jessica beale is a nurse in a small town that's like it's it's fucking it's a dying town and uh the town is known for having like children just are just abducted from there and like they go missing forever yeah it's like weird it's weird that like everyone's just like yes this is something that's problem that's a problem in our in our neighborhood for some reason children just go missing um and it, it becomes this like this the, it's this rumor in the town that there's a, call, a figure called the tall man who kidnaps the children mm-hmm. um and then jessica beale like you know spends her day whatever blah 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 and then at night she goes home to her kid and her 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 maid and then someone tries to kidnap her kid and she goes off and chases them and uh stuff happens and then eventually she catches up to the to the person mm-hmm. who kidnapped the child and it turns out to be the a woman claiming to be the actual child's mother and saying that Jessica Beale kidnapped her chi- her kid. Okay. And then she like whatever fights off this character with the help of another child from uh, the town. Okay. And and by the way, she gets back home, and then and I'm like, yo, there's like 50 minutes in this movie. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay. And that's she hands off the child to the maid, and then she just tells the maid, it's over. We gotta we gotta we gotta do our stuff. And I was like, oh shit, this movie just got really interesting. And then suddenly it becomes this thing where like, holy shit, is Jessica Biel the fucking tall man, the one who's kidnapping children and killing them? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And like, I'm like, holy shit, that's what's happening. And the next like 30 minutes is the town basically being like, she's the one who's been kidnapping children. 
And like, cause she has a basement that goes into like, uh, apparently it was an old like mining town. Yeah. And like, she has a basement that apparently has a door that goes into the mines. So they're like, holy shit, this thing is like 40 square miles. Like those, she could bury those kids anywhere. We're never going to find them. Fun, right? Yeah. And then at the, then, yeah. Then what happens is uh, the girl who helped, who helped them like get the, get the boy back tells her like, Hey, um, I I want you to take me to him. And Mm -hmm. Jessica Biel's like, you don't know what the fuck you were asking for. Yeah. And then, uh, you know. And then basically the cops arrest her. It's a fucking, and by the way, as I'm watching this, I'm just like, this is also very well directed. Like, I'm really curious what other movies this director has done because like the, the, the way he's setting up camera shots and all that shit, I'm like, this is very interesting. Very, hmm. very interesting. Um, he's also made a couple, by the way, the director's made a couple of other movies I've seen, but and, and let's move on. Anyway, um, so very interesting. He then, then it's like, she goes, to the, she gets arrested. She admits to, the kids kidnapping the kids and killing them. But then at some point she's like, well, I was a doctor who worked all over the world. I went to Africa. I went to the middle East and I could never solve the problem of, of like these kids, these kids grow up in poverty. Mm -hmm. They fucking, they're abused. Mm -hmm. And then they continue the abuse cycle. It's like, I, like I couldn't, I had to stop the cycle somehow. That was her excuse. Okay. Cut to the girl who helped them gets kidnapped by a figure called the tall man. Turns out that the tall man is actually her fucking ex-husband, who they said was dead in the movie, uh, Jessica Biel's ex-husband. Sure. And then it turns out that, like, hey, I work for a group, a syndicate, that kidnaps children from these poor towns to stop the spread of of poverty and then brings them to the city where affluent people can raise them in a proper way. Okay, sure. And immediately I was like, I I almost threw something at my TV. That's how pissed (laughs) off I was. I was so fucking mad because that, like, again, uh, once you see these things, Dragon, you can't unsee them, right? That's stupid. When, the moment I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" This movie starts with the implication of like, "Well, Dragon, you know those small hick towns with sh- no money. How do they know how to properly uh, raise take a care of a child?" Yeah, they don't. These fucking tiny hick towns with their 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 violence and their racism and all that shit. Uh-huh. We gotta take them to a to a big city where a rich person can take care of the kid properly. Yep. That's what the movie was implying. And I was so fucking mad. I was so mad. I was so mad well, at that. I assume, I assume the movie was implying that that's bad. No, the movie was implying that 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 Jessica Biel is the hero. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why I was pissed off. Because this this concept that me and my chick both were like, holy shit, like we 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 say well past our bedtime watching <laughs> this thing because we were like, holy shit, I got to see how the fuck this thing ends, and then it ends like that. I was so mad, mad, oh mad. Holy shit, was I mad? Oh man. Anyway, ten out of ten. I still like the director. <laughs> I still like the director. I thought he was, he did a very good uh, very good job of it. Um, okay. I've also seen a couple of other movies he did called Incident in a Ghost Land, which I had said was like an very interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did another movie called uh, uh, Martyrs. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's like a French movie. I haven't. It's uh, very good, actually. I would. I think you would like it, Dragon. Okay. Um, anyway, anyway, the Tall Man. I would recommend, but you know, save yourself the trouble. Cut it off about ten minutes before the ending, and then you'll be a happy camper. Okay, fair. And just say to yourself, Jessica Biel is a crazy p- person who's kidnapping children and killing them. <laughs> okay. Okay? Then you'll yep. be happy with the movie. Okay. 
All right, Sounds good. good. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, let's stay in Prime, okay? I watched a movie called Black Rain. It's for a podcast I was watching. That's why I watched it. Uh, it was starring your boy, Michael Douglas, and your boy, Andy Garcia, Dragon. Um, okay. I thought it was an interesting movie. It's just like a cop goes to Japan, and they have to, you know, find the bad guy. So okay. it's an interesting, like, action crime thriller like that. Um, but it had some moments where I was like, what the f- what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? And then it had some moments where I was like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good. That's pretty good. So yeah. it's a, it's like a six out of 10. Okay. okay. I, I, there's not much I, I can say else about that. I, I watched it. It was decent. That's fair. All right. Next, next dragon. I watched a little movie on the Netflix machine. Hardcore Henry. Have you seen this? I have seen Hardcore Henry. Yes. Uh, I actually liked it a lot, but then uh, it, it's it, an hour. It's, it's it 95 me, minutes. It made me nauseous. It's 95 minutes. If they could cut that down to like 80 minutes, I think it would have been a great movie. Yeah. The problem is that at some point I'm just like, all right, you're just you're doing the same things over and over and over again. And then you have weird scenes where they're trying to have fun, but I'm just like, yeah, you just guys are just buying yeah. time right now. Yeah. But I, I felt like it was it got what it was going for, which is like it, it's trying to be like a video game. Yes. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, I see it. It's good. I can see that. It's like it's um, not. Is it entirely shot in first person, or is it just most of yes, it? Yes, and one hundred percent in first person. Yeah. No, that's um, why. That's by the way. That's why it made me nauseous. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to like watch, watch yeah. that kind of thing in first person. It has your boy, uh, Char Charto Cope. My boy. He, he yeah, just your boy. He's a guy from District Nine. Oh, okay. By the way, love that guy in every... Even if a movie is bad, he's fucking great in it. Yeah. <laughs> but he he was in it just having a fucking ball. He was <laughs> he was like, I see what, what I signed up for. Yeah. I, am, I am in. I am 100% in. And he he did. He fucking knocked it out of the park. I don't I don't um, remember the plot for Hardcore Henry at all. I just remember so just, the first person. Just, I mean, you don't have to worry. Don't it. worry yeah. about the part. Don't worry about the plot. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, anyway, like 7 out of 10. Maybe, you know, if they cut it down, it could have been an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Um, uh, next, Dragon. Uh, I'm going to go back to the HBO machine. I watched a little movie called USSS Indianapolis, Men mm-hmm. of Courage. Starring your boy, Nicholas Cage. Nice. <laughs> All right. Now, it also has Tom Sizemore and Thomas Jane in it, by the way. Okay. So this is about the, uh, the U.S. Indi- Indianapolis. USS nice. Indianapolis. Um, nice. And let me just say, the special effects in this are a wonder to watch it is so bad for a movie that came out in 2016 it's part of that thing in my head where i'm just like man as an actor you kind of just do your lines and then you cross your fingers and be like please don't make me look stupid yeah and this is like for the most part the movie didn't but man that cgi was really bad but I, um, I don't remember this movie came out in 2016. I don't remember the, hearing about cause, it because I'm sure it barely got a fucking uh, distribution. It had a budget of 40 million dollars and it had Nicolas Cage and Thomas Jane in it. Yeah. So just, that's probably why. Um. Anyway, it's trying to tell the story of the USS Indianapolis. I think if I if I had to guess, it's based on the book that I read about yeah. the USS Indianapolis, which I told you was fucking amazing. It was um, it was amazing to watch. The book tries to do that, but unfortunately, you only have two hours and 15 minutes. Um, you're not going to fit all that in there. You mean the movie it's, tries to do that? Yeah, I'm sorry. The movie tries to fit all that in there where they try to, to tell different stories, like five different stories of like yeah. people who survived this thing. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I, again, I talked about it before, but basically the the ship that delivered the bomb, the, the atomic bomb, mm-hmm. was then sunk 
And because it was such a secret mission, mission um, nobody knew it was out there. And basically, like, a bunch of things happened where, like, okay, we, we kind of fucked up. And nobody even knew that it was supposed to be coming back at a certain day. Yeah. Uh, the, the They were out there for four fucking days in, in like, life preservers and shit. And um, basically, I think they said, like, 900 people went into the water. The, the, the ship had, like, 1,200 people. Yeah. Let's say about 1,000 went into the water. 300 survived. The yeah. rest were either died of exhaustion, dehydration, or were eaten by sharks. So a lot of them were eaten by sharks. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, the movie just couldn't like really portray that like horrific thing. Yeah. The way the book did, but um, yeah. It was, well, it was it's such good. a it's such a bleak it, it's such like a bleak, difficult like it, they would have to do it like 127 hours, right? Where you're just like <laughs> like showing these people in like the worst situation. Like, I, I mean, what, yeah, what do you I just what are you going to do? I, I just don't think there's a way to take this story and put it onto a movie. I just don't think it's possible. It's just too much, too much to fill and too much of desperation. And like, you got to remember, like, man, they're out there for four fucking days and the horrific things that's happening. It's not going to be able to portray on the, on the screen. Like these guys are getting sunburned. They're getting, there's, there's oil around them. They get the oil spilled on them. It's a hundred degrees out there with no fucking shade. So like as the oil comes on them, suddenly the sun hits them and it's like, oh my God, this is burning my face. And this is happening for four days. The entire time you're starving to death. You can't drink any, you have no water. And, um, you know, and then next thing you know, oh, there's also sharks out here fucking just nipping and taking people away. So you would just be floating there with no energy. And then you just hear someone screaming because a shark takes them away. Mm -hmm. And the amount of stories in that book where it's like, yeah, I was standing, I was with my best friend. And we were holding hands. And then next thing I know, I look and there's only half his, his, his lower, his lower body is gone. Yeah. And it's like, well, the sharks took him. And it's yeah. like, holy shit. Like this is horrific, 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 horrific. And then like, they're, they're basically saved and then becomes the recovery process. And then pretty much the, uh, the captain is court-martialed for uh, not zigzagging when yeah. he should have. <laughs> and it's like, it took, it wasn't until Clinton, 40 to 50 fucking years that they exonerated the the ship captain after he had killed himself by the way yeah and and this includes the the captain of the fucking japanese vessel came to the u.s and basically said there was nothing that the captain could have done i had him locked and dead in my sights yeah and it was like and, and he came over being like i did a bad thing I mean, it's, it was it was war. I did what was best for my country. Yeah, I did what my country asked me to do, but I still fucking have nightmares about what I had to do. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's fucking it's it's a fucking crazy fucking story that you cannot put. And again, I, I think I was watching this and just the entire time thinking to myself like, oh god, imagine imagine trying to explain to the someone who survived this like, you see, um, I need a safe space because someone <laughs> someone someone someone. Someone said something bad to me, and yeah, now I think I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, I can't believe it! <laughs> and it's like you, like I, 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 like again. If you watch this movie, if you no, if you read the book, you would understand. Like you remember the part in the Meg where um, they're like, oh my god, they're capturing sharks, cutting off their fins and throwing them back in the water. Yeah, that man would then stand like these men would stand up and cheer. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and I would just have to be like, yeah, no, I get it, <laughs> I get it. There, there. It, it always, it's always surprising to me the that people, that human beings will go out into the ocean and be like, "This is mine now." I'm like, it's not yours. That belongs to the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that ocean is not yours. That ocean is not yours. Like, sure, we can, we can fake it. We can build things to fake it, but that still yeah. belongs to them. No. <laughs> anyway. And if you fuck up, 
you also belong to the sharks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Go. All right. Uh, I watched a little movie on Shutter called Slumber Party Massacre. No Dragon, not the famous one from the 1980s, the remake from 2021. I didn't even know they made a remake in 2021. Correct. Correct. <laughs> anyway. I mean, this somehow has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know how many fuck. How is that even possible? I can't. That does not make sense to me. It's going to be like 1%. No, 19 critics fucking said it's good. This movie was bad. It oh. didn't know what it wanted to do. Yeah. It wanted to kind of like, I wish it had done what, what a part of it was doing, which is like, let's update it, but make it funny. Mm-hmm. And it kind of did that because basically what the premise is like, oh, okay, there's a driller killer who uh, attacked people like 19 years ago or whatever. And, yes. and one of them was one of the character's mother. Okay. And it's like, okay, um, we have a sneaky suspicion he's still alive because uh, every now and then people go out there and die. Okay. And then, so they're like, let's go out there and pretend to have a slumber party. And then, uh, you know, that way to, to entice the driller killer to come here. And the driller killer was, uh, by the way, over the top ridiculous, which I'm yeah. like, good. It should well, be. That, it should. I mean, and, that's the whole point. Yeah, and then the movie was like, okay, uh, how can I make this interesting in this in this time? And it's like, oh, right, I know these girls come out there, but there's also a group of guys in the cabin nearby. Okay, who also come out and they're having a fucking this uh, uh you know a girl style slumber par- party where they're taking their shirts off and fucking like having pillow fights and doing ridiculous things and I was like this is what I'm here for this is fun this is funny right maybe I have um, seen this that sounds very familiar it was so those parts were funny what was not funny was when it tried to get serious yeah and like it I don't know it it, it had a tone problem for me. Where it was like, okay, I see what you're trying to do, but then like you, you, you're trying to like, hey, you know the male gaze. Let's have let's let's turn that over the head and putting it on women and uh, uh, on men. And I yeah. was like, okay, this is fun, but then it was trying to be serious. And then there were parts where they're like, let's let's fucking show like the oh the they they killed the driller killer. The, the girls killed the driller killer, but the guys didn't see it happen. It was like, hey, we don't know that he we, he could have been a good guy. <laughs> you know, so so we have to go and stop these girls. Because uh-huh. it's, it's this whole thing about like it, it, that's the thing. It's like it was trying to be fun, but then it starts talking about the patriarchy and the fucking you know male whatever uh, male privilege and shit like that. And yeah. I'm just like, oh god damn it! You guys were having fun, and then you got to interrupt it to say to make a statement. You hate being reminded of your male privilege, Berto. I it's just I hate it when it's thrown in my face and then being like shut up you're stupid and then the ending just is dumb it's completely dumb it's just bad yeah. bad bad okay um but I, I was I was with the movie at a at a good amount uh, for probably the first half I was with the movie and I was on okay. its tone and even when I was making fun of the guys for being stupid fucking uh, guys I was like okay I'm in I can see where this is going but then it just gets too serious and it tries to like make statements but yeah. while being silly or serious instead of yeah. making statements while being silly. Okay, I get um, it. I get what you mean. I give it a three out of ten. Somehow it has a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Don't... Yeah, but I, on on uh, everything else, it's like a little more uh, even healed. It's like five point one out of ten on on IMDb and like two point nine out of five on Letterboxd. I guess, but those are also you got to remember those are audience stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. the this is critics. the, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes is the critics who when I, I'm sure a bunch of guys were like, I didn't like this movie, but I'm not going to be the one to say no. <laughs> maybe <laughs> or or you know how some movies have like a hundred percent and it's like how and then you realize like oh oh I, 
I know why. Wink, wink. Yeah. You know, it's it's you know what it's like. It's like the a League of Their Own the TV show that has like ninety something percent, and it's because it's like oh, because the other critics were just like, yeah, I'm not gonna be the one to, I'm not gonna be the hero on this. Yeah, I'm not gonna be one to shit on this show. It's I'm not gonna yeah. martyr myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, finally, last one. Uh, yes. I saw a movie called Jigsaw 2017. It was just in addition to the uh, you know the fucking Saw franchise. Yeah. Um, it's exactly what you would want, Dragon. Just fucking. Torture porn. So if is you that, are into the Saw movies, yeah, you would watch it. You should watch it. Is that minutes. the one? Is that the one that somebody somebody famous directed it? I don't remember who. Um, probably not. But it is. No, it's two people. The no, brothers. I don't know what else they've done. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. No, that's it. That's all I watched, Dragon. That one's also on Prime. You 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 really spent a lot of time on Prime. I did. It's just my boy was when my once I look, I I have like six other movies that I have not even I'm gonna push off to next week. And yeah. most of them are just like Bad. worse than you can imagine. Yeah. Okay. It's worse than any USS Indianapolis, Men of Honor. That's Men fair. Of All right, Dragon. I had a bad week this week in terms of movies. <laughs> Let's make it to our final segment. Okay. All right. Dragon at the movies. Dragon. Yes. You picked this week. What movie I did. did we watch this week? So I picked, um, I you know, you wanted a man's man movie, Berto. So I, I gave you a movie about men. <laughs> mm-hmm. For uh, what month are we in, Dragon? May. We're in man's man May. I forget what the no. thing was for May. Misogyny May, Dragon. Misogyny. Oh, misogyny. Yes. Actually, that man's does. Sog- May that works, misogyny. That works for this movie, actually. Allegedly. Now that we say that, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so we watched 2019's The Art of Self-Defense. So this is... um. Uh, written and directed by Riley Stearns. It is starring Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots um, and a few other people. Uh, and uh, yeah, the dragon of the movies is basically, this is about a weenie who he's not really a weenie. Actually. He's more like a sad boy. This is about <laughs> a, a, a sad boy who mm-hmm. um, gets beat up and then joins a karate dojo <laughs> because he got beat up. I'm guessing in the early nineties. I don't know when this is like, the it feels like it was in the eighties. Really yeah, but, but he, but there are computers. You know, I don't know. It was yeah. hard to place. It was hard to place the time, the time frame of this. Like he, the guy works at, on a computer. Like there's a computer at the dojo where it's just like Excel. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's basically what the movie's about. It's weird because it's definitely before cell phones because no one has a cell phone. No one has a cell phone, correct? But besides that, I would be like, it might be for today. Right. It's it's really it's the cell phone thing that really and like the 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 um video equipment in this movie is like handheld, like really the real big camcorder like thing. Yeah. So I'm going to guess it's like the early 90s. I think early 90s is correct. Yeah. OK. OK. Anyway, that's uh that's that's what the artist of defense is about. And Berto, I know we have both seen this movie and uh, I just really wanted to rewatch it. And I think it's a very fun movie. So <laughs> and it works. I just, want to say, May. <laughs> no. I just want to say thank you so much. You're for welcome. Making me rewatch this because I forgot how fucking great this movie was. <laughs> okay, let's get into it, Dragon. It is <sighs> funny. Okay, anyway. It, it has so, that deadpan humor it does. that I really like. Well, Jesse um, Jesse Eisenberg too is so good at playing this just kind a weenie. of just like kind of a way, but it's not again, it's not, not, a, not even, a weenie. He's not a weenie. It, weenie is not the right word. A man on the autism spectrum, I guess. Like, I no, know. he's he's just a sad sack. 
he's a sad boy. Well, I know I don't know. In this movie, I think he's playing somebody with like that has a very difficult time with um human emotions. He's, he's a sad. He's okay. He's okay. He's this a weirdo. Jaime, this is how Jaime told me to, to, to explain the movie. Okay. Okay. It's like Alberto. Uh, Jaime. Jaime. Imagine. The movies, yes. <laughs> Jaime. Jaime explained the movie when we first saw it. He was like, "This the movie is." Berto's goal. <laughs> then he. This is the story of Berto, which is yeah. he's a sad boy. Mm-hmm. He's he's not a weenie. He's just a sad boy who just has no no goal in life. Nothing. He yep. he he wants to have a hot dog doggy because I wanted to have a hot dog doggy. He yeah. has a job with like oh he has to use his brain and he's pretty good at it, but he has no yeah. friends. He can't yeah. he can't make friends. Yeah. And he's just like scared of life. Yeah. And I was like oh wow okay. Number one, attack. He he didn't need to attack you like that. Yeah, exactly. Number one, attack. Number two, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> and then he was like, then he discovers fucking martial arts, and suddenly he's like, oh, what is this thing that's filling my body? Self esteem. You needed you needed a discipline. That's <laughs> what you needed. I needed something to do with my life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's what this movie is. And then by the oh, so, so yeah, he's not he's not a weenie. That's why you I think you like him because he's not a weenie. He's a sad sack. And you love a sad sack. I don't say I love a sad you sack, lo- but I ha- I love. <laughs> but he's not you, you he's not a weenie too because like he's trying to better himself, right? Like he's learning French and like well, he's he loves his little doggy and he like wants to do well by him. He's he's he he like, and you love a sad sack. That's why we're friends. okay fair (laughs) um but yeah he's like by the way i i get it because it's like oh i'm scared to go outside i did the entire movie and and this is why i think this fits perfectly is because what is this movie about dragon it's about a man who who who's a he's a sad sack and what does he do he betters himself he does he puts in the uh, time he puts in the effort and betters himself Mm -hmm. okay that's a fucking man that's a man's man. And then by the end of it, and there's a there's a line he has in the movie where he's like, I'm scared all the time. Yeah. And he's like, I I want to oh. be the thing that scares me. Yeah. I, I think and, I wrote that down at some point, but go ahead. Yeah. And he's like, and the right, and, and it's like, yes, like that's exactly what it is. Like that, that is that is me to a T. I'm scared of people. And it's like, how do I why? Because because not even like I'm scared of physical like contact i'm, I'm the, of like someone attacking me i'm just yeah. scared of someone like like i'm just scared of people all the time and it's like how the fuck do i stop that and it's like well yeah if you can walk in and just be like no matter what i say people can't hurt me then you'll feel better yeah. and it's like holy shit that is me dragon this is the story of me mm-hmm. this is you this is your story uh and i assume that you also killed your original sensei <laughs> i mean <laughs> That would be uh, rail, but hey, oh no, no, never mind. Rail teaches that chops now. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. Did but you? I would did you also and say I did? Did you also accuse him, uh, or not accuse him? Uh, challenge him to one on one hand combat? combat to the death. I mean, we do, we do <laughs> not to the death. No, we do spar sometimes, but yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, I. I really like. Okay. Okay. Let's get into this dragon. Okay. I, okay. Um. Number one, I. That one of the reasons why I love this movie is because I, you know, you have not grown up in the traditional martial arts, you know, culture, right? No. Although I am in the martial arts culture in terms of like jujitsu, which yes, is enough but... enough to make this hilarious. <laughs> yes, and I think that you, you, your, your first instructor was 
had a touch of this, right? He had a touch yeah. of like the traditionalist yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. So that you understand these things. There's so many jokes in this yep. that I've heard people fucking say. And Jaime too, because, and he more so because he did, like I did five years of Taekwondo. Yeah. As with Jaime. Jaime then did five years of karate. Yeah. So he heard these things multiple times. Like, you got to learn to punch with your fist. <laughs> that, that is a con, that is a thing that like, is that a real thing? Stupid. Yes, I've heard people say that. <laughs> Like un like unironically say it like it was like yes. okay yeah no and then uh, another one was uh um don't think of it as me striking oh, it was oh don't think of me striking as as me striking your body with my foot think of it yeah. as you striking my foot with your body and then uh, Jesse Eisenberg just looks at him and he's like that, that makes complete sense <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this is something that uh, now I'm just gonna say this yeah. I haven't said that exactly, but I have been like, all right, you have to learn to absorb the strikes with your feet. <laughs> but I, I have logic in it. I'm trying to sure, explain sure, to sure. them. Like, you, you have to logic grounded. in it. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to explain to them like, don't no, it makes sense when you face. say it. Okay. Like, don't get hit in the face with your, if someone punches you, don't get hit in the face. Like learn to turn, learn to absorb it through your entire body mm-hmm. using your feet. Okay. Does that make sense, Dragon? Yeah. You got to take one of my kickboxing classes. Now, then you'll understand. <laughs> is that it? I just refuse to take a kickboxing class. So I was like, doesn't none of this made sense? No, all of this is like, it's like if you if you're ever at a gym, if you're at any kind of martial arts gym long enough, you've heard some version of basically all of this stuff. You've heard the version yes. of like why what they're teaching is like imp- is like the best, and what somebody else is teaching oh, it uh, isn't like. Why, like, we take the best parts of all the martial arts. We, like, they talked about, like, heel hooks from from Sambo, which I thought was fun. Yeah. And, like, basically rear naked chokes, but he didn't call it that, from uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like, I think that's just hilarious. Yeah. Also, that sign which, by the way, that co- they have up there about the rules of the gym, you actually need that for the gym. <laughs> uh, I was thinking that, too. I need rules for the gym just so I can point it at the kids because the adults don't need those rules. The kids I, need the rules. I disagree that the adults don't need those rules. <laughs> sometimes your adults do need those rules i'm gonna copy that same one that same fucking honestly and i'm gonna put that on the on the wall and then just use it in my speeches (laughs) what is it one of my favorite quotes is uh you know because he's explaining the belt order and he's like our academy does it this way and i think that's the best way (laughs) yeah and i'm like the amount of times that i've heard or thought that yeah is amazing because in my head i'm like well other academies do it like this and I don't like it because of this or that. I think the best way is to do it this way because but pretty much the way I teach classes is the way I think is the best, yes. right? It's oh, not, obviously. It's not like, Otherwise, like, why would you do it like that? Yeah, I'm not going to teach a sick inferior thing. And at least at the very minimum, Dragon, you can you at least admit that like sometimes I change things to be like, what would happen here? What would happen if I tried to teach it this way? And then sometimes I'm like, okay, let me keep that. Like yeah. fucking warm-ups. Yeah. All right. Like as much as like I make fun of like, oh, I don't do warm ups. It's like, well, I don't do warm ups because we warm up and then like cool down for 40 minutes and then have to like warm up again. I'm like, if anything, if we're going to do a warm up, we should warm up before we roll at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, I'm just like, yeah, let's just loose, get our body like loose and then we'll do drills. And then that should be the warm up to roll. Yeah. That's my philosophy. Dragon, defend it. Defend your philosophy. I I don't. <laughs> I don't um, have defend your a, philosophy I, as a purple belt in jujitsu <laughs> who always skips the warm ups. I don't always skip the warm ups. I usually do the warm ups. 
we don't do warm-ups so you're fucking I do, lying. I do i do like i do like that yeah that's not true sometimes you're like okay everybody do 10 shrimps on each side i'm like <sighs> and then we have to do 10 shrimps <laughs> on each side that's stupid. well i do it because like there's there's if there's two things you should learn to do it's bridges and shrimps yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong so it's like do it on your own it's kind of like the karate thing where if like first learn to kick in the air then yeah. you can kick someone which yeah. makes sense because that's that's exactly what i do in boxing which is like first learn how to punch in the air yeah all right then after you've learned how to punch in the air then you can start hitting pads because you know you don't want to you don't want to rely on the pad being there basically you you know you know it was one of the things that i uh i was like oh i this is not in these exact words but like this is the thing that i've like I've said sort of, <laughs> yeah. which is really bad. And at what? So the instructor is like watching them do all their little karate moves or whatever, right? And he gets to one of the guys and he just goes, "Horrible! You do that in a fight, and your opponent will laugh at you." <laughs> and I'm definitely, <laughs> yes, I definitely told people like, "Yeah, that's not gonna work. Your opponent's gonna be just do this or this." You know, like, like it's not exactly the same, but it's like kind of the same. <laughs> My favorite thing was when. Um, the instructor like the, when he first gets into the karate gym well okay let's let's talk about it. he gets yeah, mugged he gets mugged and yep. then he he goes to buy a gun which by the way hilarious scene as the guy's explaining to him like well because <laughs> it's so deadpan of like well don't you haven't gotten a knife did you well you know if you have a knife just understand that that could kill someone you yeah. should wait for your gun by the way do you have small children in the house i'm just going to warn you that if there's small <laughs> children in the house it's a chance that they could shoot you with it no, what, like he said, what he said was and said in the funniest fucking way. God. What he what he says is, do you have small children in the house? Oh no, good because otherwise I would have had to warn you that. <laughs> and then he just like gives yeah. the warning anyway. <laughs> I love the warning um, for the gun too. Like, yeah, you are statistically more likely to kill yourself with this gun than defend yourself. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, like this small thing, a deadpan, and it's like no one's paying attention anyway. So who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. So then, as he's walking home, he sees the karate gym. And he mm-hmm. walks inside and is like, I'd like to, I'm, I'm interested in joining. Um, my favorite part is like the guy then sits there and then he is first off, he does this, he does this thing where he, instead of like standing up to talk to him, he sits down as in like, Hey, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool I can boy. sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I don't have to stand up and use talk and talk down to you. I'm, I'm just going to sit here and talk. And he's, and he's explaining like, and he this says is, the thing bro, that, this that, is the that people say, tac- this is the recruitment tactic you use, right? When people come into yes. the gym, you sit down to make them feel he, welcome. He then says the most, you already took the most difficult step, which is walking into the dojo. I've heard that so many times <laughs> in Wait, real and- life by real instructors, including you. <laughs> by the way, it's so fucking true though. That's the problem. It's like, I want to be like, ha ha ha. That's funny. But it is, it is actually true. The hardest part is fucking walking in the door. How many times do I see people stop by, look in the window or take a picture of the fucking of our Mm -hmm. of our stuff or take a card and then they don't walk in the door. And it's the hardest fucking part of anything is like literally taking the first step to be like, I'm going to try something. Bro, get up your fucking soapbox. (laughs) I'm going to fucking stand up on my soapbox. It is true, though. It's it's like, (laughs) but it's such a corny thing to say. And then he uses something, an analogy that I use all the fucking time, which I, I it kind of gave me like, like douche chills. <laughs> he's, he's saying like, you're all black belts in speaking. It's because you use it every day. Yeah. And it's like, you haven't used your body. And he's like, go ahead, ask me a question. And he starts doing forms as he's explaining what he's going to do for yep. the weekend. <laughs> and I'm like, that's essentially an analogy I use all the time, which is, well, you know, at first you start to learn letters. And then once you learn the letters, you piece them together. And then like, 
then you start to learn words mm-hmm. and then you start to be able to learn sentences and then you get to the higher levels which is where you're now you're 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 you're, you're singing poetry yep and it's like and i heard him say the the language analogy and i'm like god damn it. <laughs> i hate myself <laughs> and also i'm not going to stop doing it it's just so so much of it is just too close to home in such a like a, a big way i love um uh when okay so yeah he walks into the karate dojo right signs up as you as you were want to do when you got beat up recently and mm-hmm. um uh uh he, then they show him at home and he's just wearing his little gi at home <laughs> i said oh sweetie i i uh i did that go ahead yep and no just move on move on no 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 Berto, Berto, let's 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 explore this <laughs> So you, you I signed you're... up. They gave me a gi. I then went home and tried it on. It was too big for me, but whatever. I was whatever. I was too big. Yeah, you're you're a big boy. You were a big. So boy. there's a picture of me wearing my gi for the first time, and it's like fucking looks so awkward because it's like brand new and still folded. And then it whatever. Let's let's move on. To be fair, when I put on my first gi, it was also awkwardly too big and didn't make any sense for me. And I looked like I was wearing like my dad's fucking robes or something like that. Well, in in jujutsu, you have to wear a gi that's too big. Because it then you wash it and it shrinks down to your actual size. Yeah, you're you're not wrong about that. But um, I also remember like when I my when I first got my gi, like, I mean to be fair, I wasn't rolling or anything, so I wasn't really getting that sweaty in it. But I definitely like rewore it more than once, like when I very very first got it, because I like was like, oh, it's not really dirty. I didn't really do much in it. All I did was like drill three things and then went home. Mm-hmm. And um, now thinking about that, I'm like, oh god, that's disgusting. <laughs> But that's also I, I, definitely sorry, what Jesse sorry. Eisenberg is doing. <laughs> he, he's not. I, uh, it's one gi. <laughs> yeah, I also would like wear the wear my gi. This is jujitsu. I would wear my gi and then just like like wear it again a second time. So I would wear it twice because uh, my first gym we did not roll hard, so yeah. I literally wouldn't sweat in it. So I'm like, what yeah. the fuck am I gonna watch this? It's just it's not even sweaty. Yeah. So I would just let it like just wear it again and then the second time then i'd be like okay i'm gonna watch it just because i don't want to take any chances yeah but you always do the sniff later just to make sure you're good i do that with all my all my clean shit then i went to a real gym and suddenly it's like oh i gotta wash this every day i gotta wash these and there's a one use only yep. so it is for sure one use only. Yeah. um okay let's let's keep going with this uh, yeah how how happy were you that he didn't give the black belt to the shit Oh, I love I so there the, this movie is full of like uh as as one would say like toxic masculinity slash misogyny where it's just like this the sensei is making fun of uh uh our hero Casey Jesse Eisenberg for his feminine sounding name. Yeah, first and, first he makes fun of feminine sounding name, then he makes fun of him for learning French and he's like, You don't want to learn French, learn German. So that's a masculine it's a masculine or, which i was personally Russian attacked because uh, i am currently learning german <laughs> yeah but you're also a bro so it's true i was like oh no it is <laughs> i am learning it because i think the language is funny and harsh <laughs> yeah because you're a bro oh shit and then he makes fun of him for the dog like he's like well i have a german dog and he's like oh german shepherd nice he's like no a dachshund <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Okay, anyway, keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's funny. And then he's like, he's making fun of, he's trying to tell him like, look, because uh, Jesse Eisenberg then gets like, still, even though he's a yellow belt, he still gets pushed and yeah. bullied. Yeah. And he's just like, and by the way, he's doing the thing where he suddenly becomes a yellow belt. And now he's like, I'm going to, everything he's yellow. <laughs> I love that. 
so much because it, it it's it's god damn it dragon how many people do we know who get like uh their purple belt and then suddenly they like have something purple on them <laughs> listen, listen or a blue belt like, they have a, they have the gi keychain you know that's like made out of like gi fabric yes. that's purple like, that's brand yeah yeah i'm not even gonna make fun of it or be like ranked rash guards because i'm like you get you're just excited like who cares like you're excited like why why would i shit on something you're having fun with right dragon yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a like, I, I went to a, a women's open mat last year. Oh, bragger! And there was a there was a chick there who was wearing a, a ranked purple belt rash guard uh, from Henzo's, which is like a you bragger. know. Um, and then I started talking to her, and she's like, "Yeah, I just started jujitsu like a few months ago," and I was like, "Oh, you don't know what that rash guard means." <laughs> yeah. Also, she probably bought it from someone who uh who had just moved up to brown belt or something. She probably just likes purple, or maybe like, just the purple it was inherited. One, whatever. And it didn't. Yeah. I, I don't. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like well, she probably just bought a purple one. And by the way, but for those of you who don't know, you have to buy them sometimes because um, there's a there's certain tournaments that require you to uh, wear, wear like if I'm a per- you're a purple belt, you have yeah. to wear a purple fucking rash guard, which I think is just stupid. It is like, really stupid. You're, you're already there. Yeah. Why the fuck do I have to wear something? It's just it's it's the dumbest idea. It also just it makes it makes judging more difficult. I would assume because everybody's wearing the same fucking color. Yeah, and then and also my favorite thing is it's like. Well, what, what, like, uh, let's just move on. I, I'm just gonna get, I'm gonna start ranting about this shit. But yeah, let's go, let's go. I'm, I'm it, sorry, it's just you... a way for them to be like, hey guys, don't worry. We have the, the, your shirt has to have this much, this much percentage and this much and blah, blah, blah. Don't worry. We sell the ones that are perfectly suited for this. Go yes. ahead. Yeah. Oh, and then the academy can be like, hey guys, you just moved up a rank. Don't worry. We have the shirts that you can buy. It, it's just, it's a fucking, it's a whole money thing. I fucking hate it so much. Yeah. I, ju- I liked by the, the way uh, i'm gonna be instituting that into my gym so uh, yeah so, so we all have to buy hundred dollar ranked rash guards from now on that you're and, only around to where you have to have at least three because yeah. you train three days a week yeah and four hundred dollar geese that i'm selling yes because it has geese. a little tiny patch here that says you're a purple belt yeah because you know the belt isn't enough <laughs> no the belt is not enough you have to everything has to be ranked purple belts were <laughs> purple geese that's it <laughs> Uh, anyway. it doesn't matter it's impractical and impossible to find <laughs> you're fine yeah. yeah so anyway he's still getting bullied at work and stuff but yeah and then and then he's like goes and tells he tells the the instructor what's actually happening and like why he signed up and he's like i'm like i love that scene so he's, much he says he i'm, I'm afraid it. of other men they intimidate me is like yeah. the, his little yeah and like man i get it i get it as a again as a man who was always scared of other men Yep. I get I get it. This is the story of me, Dragon. All right. And then of course they <laughs> we'll we'll talk about the night classes, but let, let me finish with this. Um he then uh fucking what's it called? He he the after that he then becomes like he becomes more masculine, I'm gonna say with he's sure. like ultra masculine where he just shows up and just is demanding everything. He shows up to his job and he's like, Shut up, you I'm gonna sit I'm gonna sit and talk to you guys. You know what? You stand up over there. Let's do push up. <laughs> I did like that too. Like he he punches his boss in the face and then immediately gets fired. But like punches his yeah. boss in the face. He like it, it's very fun. He starts listening to metal because he was told he's only allowed to listen to metal, which is the most like manly uh, of the. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and the other thing he was listening to before was a uh, contemporary rock. I believe was, <laughs> was yes. what it was. I will say I do like the fact that the instructor is like you know you gotta like embrace your masculine side, your yeah. aggression, and I'm like yeah. yes, dragon. That's what we should. That this is what I'm trying to teach my boy. Yep. This is what I'm trying to teach my son. All right. I mean, he's eight months. He <laughs> doesn't understand it yet, but he's going to, Dragon. Don't you worry. Sure. I will sure. make sure of it. He's going to. 
<laughs> um, but... watching 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 this and seeing Image and Poots there, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's me. And what? I'm sorry. Oh, Image yeah, and her. Poots. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah, of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. how great is Imogen Poots? I love that she's lady. Great. She's, she's great. So and she's also she's great in this. She's she's a great actress. She's amazing in this. She's great in uh, a green room. It's just I you gotta love a Poots, you know? Yeah, I do love. But I did enjoy her, and she was very good in this. Um, all right, let's talk about the night classes. I fucking love the night classes. Well, wait. Number for, one. Yes, go. Go ahead. No. I was just gonna say first like the the thing about Imogen Poots is like I've been in those situations where I'm like I'm the only woman there right Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily being treated great but like I'm making like an excuse for it because like I'm the only woman there right like what 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 am I supposed to do (laughs) I feel like you're attacking me right now I'm just saying and then you hear like a joke about being in the kitchen and then you like what are you like haha yeah again yeah you're making you're you're making fun of me (laughs) Bitch, I'll tell you to your face when you're being an asshole. <laughs> I will just but I have not always had that. I have not always had that uh, ability to do that. I will just so, say this, Dragon. Yes. I, as as a chick in who was in the gym, and you were the only dude, the only dude, you were the only chick there. I felt that I took it upon myself mm-hmm. to help you, right, Dragon? To help me, sure. <laughs> to help you, okay. Asking nothing from you. Yeah. I took it upon myself. All I asked for was that you would hook me up with some of your HLFs. Yeah. And I never did, which is hilarious. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck? Um, I did. It is. A, yeah. No, that was very like much like me being like, yep, I, I know exactly why. I know exactly why Imogen Poots is there. I know what she's been going through. I know that she's probably the best in the academy and it doesn't matter and because she's being overshot. It like it's very it was very like close to home <laughs> how, how much how much does it make you feel how, how happy does it make you feel now that you're at a gym with more women in it oh my god it's so much better it's so much better <laughs> now Even- now now i'm doing the opposite thing where i'm like i'm going the opposite way where i'm like i only want to train with the women fuck all you guys you, you guys yeah. eat a dick <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i'll do. come up to you and be like dragon do you do, do you want to roll with me get the fuck out of here <laughs> No, sometimes I'm like, fine. I, mean, I, I own this place. <laughs> so get the fuck out of here, you asshole. Like, I don't give a fuck if you own this place. I don't take shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the kind of nice thing. You do get to a point when you're like in, when you're in a, uh, in uh, places like that, where you're the only woman, like often you get to the point where you're like, whatever, just fuck you. <laughs> you know, I don't have to listen to you. Yeah. No matter who the I will say the, shit, you're a black belt. Get the fuck out of here. I will say the last time that we uh that we we, we drilled together, basically mm-hmm. when I took the class and we trained together, it, it was just us. I was like, oh, this is why we shouldn't train together because no. it was just us being fucking idiots the entire yeah. time, just fucking around the whole time, <laughs> making jokes, fucking yeah. being stupid, yeah. saying the dumbest thing possible. And then what's funny, Dragon, is I've done that most of my life. <laughs> I still beat people up. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, right? Why they listen? I think you, I think when you make something fun, you your body learns it better. Yeah, sure. Just keep telling yourself that. I am telling myself that because it's the only way I do jujitsu. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, anyway, did, what were you saying about he, the night classes? No, I I really like the night classes. Number one, he didn't give the chick the black belt because yeah. and again, the award ceremony ceremony was fucking hilarious. The uh, I don't award belts. My students earned them. Something I've said in the past. Oh my god! Unironically, by the way, unironically. Uh, yeah. Although there is something that I will start saying. Yeah. Um. And by the way, I'm going to start saying this every single time. I've even written it down in my notes to make sure that I say it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start saying uh, 
please hold on to your belts. Uh, if someone questions the legitimacy of your belt, you can prove to you can prove it to them with first changeable evidence, and then in combat. <laughs> that is something I'm going to say every single time I award belts from now on. Such a goddamn nerd! You're such a goddamn. My my favorite was uh, when he bought everybody a belt, and I got yellow belts. I got belt. I had to order fifty, and then he's like, "Oh, here, I even got a black belt for you." And he's like, "Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate." It. I'm like, "It's a." of leather belt is a, always black it's or brown or brown which or is brown. Even, even better now, now it's, it's it, just a bunch hilarious. of guys and then like, he was now i can take my belt with me wherever i go just like god damn it yeah by the way there are belts there are there are actually there's a company that sells belts like that i fully know people. that i fully know that <laughs> you know why you know that because you've seen people wear them at jiu-jitsu tournaments a hundred percent that is a hundred percent accurate listen if i don't wear purple at the tournament how will they know <laughs> <laughs> especially me Berto. especially if i'm not if i'm not competing yep and i'm just fucking hanging out they need to know that i'm a purple belt that way the blue and white belts can look look at me and look upon me like with great amazement that way they know to respect me and keep their mouth shut yeah yeah that's exactly it meanwhile no. me at the tournament i'm basically wearing a fucking uh fanny uh, pack I'm, I'm literally wearing a fanny pack and i'm wearing my baby as I'm sitting there cornering people. Yep, yep. <laughs> and my baby's just sitting there like, this is great. My, He's having my, a fucking ball because people are cheering. My favorite part about tournaments is uh, when people ask me who who's my boyfriend. Because they don't expect me to be there because I do jujitsu. <laughs> oh, is your boyfriend competing? I'm like, no. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like one time at our old gym when uh, there was a UFC fighter there. Um, and uh -huh. he he, I was there and I... I think I was still dressed. Like I was still like in my like spats or whatever. And he was like, Oh, like who's who who's your boyfriend here? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I train here, you fucker. <laughs> What's the problem? Christ. I mean, look, oftentimes this is a place place people find love, Dragon, right? Yeah. Sure. I guess so. I guess people use it like a dating market. But uh anyway. Yeah. All right. No problem. I uh um Oh, look who's joined us. Daddy, we have our co-host. He looks upset Hi. that his mom walked away. Yeah. Well, he's a little, he's a little like, uh, he's not feeling too great. So he's, yeah. he's clingy. He wants to be on top of someone. The problem, oh, which is, he's smiling right now. He sees the dragon. It's he great. It's amazing. He can actually, it's amazing to me that he can see a TV and understand that that's you. Yeah. Although so. I don't know that he knows it's me. I think he just sees somebody smiling and waving at him. Hi, Bobby. Let's do he does this now. That's he, how he waves. He picked, he picked okay. up his hand. He didn't quite wave, but it's okay. He, he does this sometimes. Yeah. Like I do the number four. He does the number four. For those of you who can't, who don't, who can't see our podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, you're basically doing the number four and then you just turn your hand uh, over. over. Yep. He does that. And then when he sees me do it, do it he smiles. But anyway. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Let's talk about the night classes, Dragon. So wait, can I just tell you how, how hilarious it is to have an invite only class that I was like, that's not on the schedule and i was like yeah that's it's just a my favorite thing is that they have to have a stripe to join the night class yes okay and it's like here's a, a stripe yeah so that to indicate that you can join the night class and then when he asks him what time is it he's like it's a night class it's at night <laughs> i laughed so hard at that line so fucking hard why because it's a a, a thing that you, is just it, it just happens and you it, like there are fucking circles When's, like, it, when's, the, when's the invite only sparring? Oh, it's at night. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. uh, you know, at night. <laughs> okay. 
Nine? What time do I have to fucking show up? Like, like as as a man who has taught MMA classes, I will say I now understand the invite only classes. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. But they, I, well, no, I do. I do. I've always I understood I, why I have invite only classes. But I, I agree. I agree. I think invite only classes make a lot of sense. Um, I think that it's hilarious for for this karate <laughs> question. <laughs> I think yeah. it's very very funny. Well, it's basic. It's basically a class where they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, it's they sparring. do real like it's hard a spar- sparring. It's a sparring. Yeah, it's a sparring class. And uh, yeah, and then they're like, it's basically Fight Club. They had a Fight Club scene. Yeah. Um, and it's just like intense. And then my favorite was uh, Chagirl. Um, how do you pronounce her name? Dragon. I can't pronounce her Imogen? name. Imogen. 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 I'm just gonna say that's why. That's why I. That's why I didn't catch that you were saying her name before because I was like, are you saying image in Imogen? Emojin. That sounds honestly. It sounds. It sounds like a like a like a meme. Okay. Well, when I name my firstborn Imogen, you'll get it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Imogen. Yeah. She does like a kick and then barambolos. Did yes. you see her barambolo? I did see her. Bar- you know you do you know how excited I got about that? I was fucking pumped. I was like. I- <laughs> I and then she it. and then she and they they also name check a, a bow and arrow in this and I was just like yeah. yes this is my only I, game. <laughs> by the way, I paused it and then I rewound it rewound it to show it to my chick. Like, look, she does a barambolo, and then my chick saw it and she's like, oh yeah, <laughs> so um, exciting. She really does. She does a good barambolo too. Proud yeah, of her. it's it's I I don't know if she does jujitsu, but at least she like practiced that. She didn't just go like, oh, I guess I'll wing it, or they just hired a stunt person. Who could I think it. they probably hired a stunt person. They're like, do this, it looks cool. And she was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> and um, it's also not hard to do. I mean, it's it's hard it's, to do it's, live. It's not hard to do to yeah. somebody who no, wants you to do it. I try it all the time, and then you just fucking like fish flop to the ground, and I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> I uh, believe me, I fish. I have fish flopped to the ground many, many times trying to do a barrel. <laughs> well, but mostly, mostly luckily. when I'm doing it live, when I'm, I'm like rolling with somebody, I have hit them before. Do you know how fucking nice it is to hit a barrel in live oh, rolling? It, it is, is like amazing. It's the best feeling. It's yes. so fucking great. And then you're like, and then the, the best part is when you pretend that you, that you didn't hit it. You didn't, you're not excited that you hit it. Like, oh, yeah. I do it all the time. I do it. This is totally right. And in my head, I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> um, I'm as surprised as they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then anyway, they did the, uh, the most important part to me, which is the, uh, the, the cool down dragon, which is something we're going to start doing. Okay. Very intense cool downs. I fully agree. I just love that. I love that they put Jesse after his first night class. They put Jesse Eisenberg to cool down with Imogen Poots, and they're yeah. just the guy's just apologizing the whole time because a woman's hands are not as strong as a man's, so she can't she can't do a good enough massage. So anyway, yeah. I do expect massages at the end of each class now <laughs> at Chops, and I also expect it to be ranked. So like the higher belts get massaged by the lower belts. That way, I don't really have to put in a lot of work. <laughs> That that would be my sounds request. <laughs> sounds good sounds perfect dragons and nobody um, nobody can argue with me because I'm a purple belt I guess you're a purple belt so you you're one of the highest ranking people so you can you can say whatever you want dragon I I just I love how much they're shit on like like the when when the when the guy gets a, a black belt over Imogen Poots and Imogen and then immediately tells Imogen Poots you're in you're in my spot brown belt you have to move yeah. over and I was like oh that's that's exactly that is exactly jujitsu okay. but in in her defense yes uh well not here in her defense in his, in defense, his defense I yes. I have said that before too 
Move over, white belt. You're in my way. I've actually said. We line up in that's ranked right. order. That's it. I'm pulling rank. I'm fucking a brown belt, so I'm going to the bathroom first. To which everyone laughs and don't like and don't respond. It doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. Don't move. And then, and then I'm like, but I'm the owner. <laughs> <laughs> like, get in line, asshole. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Fight us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, that, oh, that, so, was, that that's was so great. Yeah, that was very very. Good. Can I just say another line I loved? Yes, go. Um, which is image and poops is teaching the kids class. Oh, oh, he's sad. He's he's not feeling good. He's got a man cold, by the way. Yeah, poor little um, guy. So image and poots is um, she's teaching the kids class, and then yeah. she says, "My one of my favorite lines. Sometimes your opponents will be bigger than you, but your children. You can you can always extract revenge when you are fully grown." <laughs> I also loved that. <laughs> <laughs> So like again, I'm gonna say that in the kids' class, mostly because I say stupid things in the kids' class and the kids laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh that is exactly correct. Like you will get bigger, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, you the, get bigger, the, and then you can extract revenge. Every every word, every every ounce of dialogue in this movie is said in a complete deadpan. There is yes. nothing in this movie that's played for laughs, that's like that that's over the top. It is a hundred percent deadpan humor, and I love it. Like that's one and, of the reasons I love this movie and so much. This is a dark comedy. It is, it is a dark comedy. It's really good. Oh my god, yeah. Hilarious. Um, yeah, and then another oh, uh, another line, which is uh when the instructor's talking about image and boots, he's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I, I kind of thought that she would just stop training after yeah, a while yeah, yeah. but she i guess said. now that i realize now that her being a woman will will forever prevent her from being a man <laughs> i wrote that down <laughs> anyway dragon i am uh that movie this part of the movie offended me and um i think that we should boycott it yeah okay okay All right dragon yes i just assumed that this is what you're going to say to me when you stop now that you've stopped promoting me you're going to be like i've I mean, just, you, I've just you're realized the, you don't want to be promoted that is accurate. I have actually banned you from promoting me. That's a good point. <laughs> but only because it's too much pressure. Okay, yeah, that because everyone cares about that. Yes, everybody does. Can you imagine? Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's try to let's try to get the last bits and we'll finish this off. Okay. Okay. Graham? Okay. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll do the the finale. But wait, wait, wait. We have to talk out... about the dog. We have to talk about the dog. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about the dog. But go ahead. So, so uh, um, at one point, Casey comes home. And his little dachshund is dead. And he brings it to the vet and the vet asks him if he if he hurt his dog. And he was like, no, I would never hurt my dog. Um, but the vet has a great, a great line. He said, did he die peacefully? And he, he said, did he go peacefully? And the vet said, no, it was likely very painful. <laughs> he fought to the very end. <laughs> yeah. And there was it. They, he knows he knows who did it because he's like, it's weird because it looks like somebody kicked him. But. It looks like punch marks. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, I would have put money on him dying by, by a punch. But it's definitely a, or whatever. It was, yes. Yeah, but that kind of cues you off that it's someone at the gym. And yeah. then, uh, what's it called? My one of my favorite parts. Oh uh, no, yeah. So yeah, the dog dies. Unfortunately, he then gets somehow gets a German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just shows up, and there's a German Shepherd in there because his sensei got him a manly dog. Yeah. Um, okay all right let's let's finish this uh let's finish off this bad boy all right so yeah yeah, he basically realizes that the biker gang who beat him up in the beginning is actually the karate dojo who are like they're trying to they're trying to beat people up and it's like now he has a choice he can either die or he can become a better version of himself (laughs) by joining karate right 
Um, Wait, you're only two options, by the way. Yes, by the way. Uh, and then, and that's when they point out that the red stripes, which he was like, no, red stripes are for instructors. Yeah. Like, and he's like, no, the red stripe is for, for blood. It's when you get it for killing someone. Yeah. <laughs> which made me laugh because I'm like, I thought that was, a, that was like a throwaway joke. And then they bring it back around. No, they bring it back and it's 100% deadpan serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, he then like, for some reason, this karate dojo has a crematorium in it because someone hangs himself. The the blue belt hangs yeah, himself yeah. in there. As as you do, every karate dojo has a crematorium in it. Yeah. He cuts it down with a, sura- a karate, uh, samurai sword. I fucking I, love that. that hilarious, was hilarious. Hilarious. All right. All right. Let's talk about the finale. Okay, go. All right. So Jesse Eisenberg finds out that like, oh, you've actually been blackmailing your old students. Yep. You send beat people up and then sell it online that was um, my that was one of my favorite things so he sells he has a bunch of vhs's in his like secret area there are are all called fists of what is it fists of death instead fists of faces of, of, fists death? of death yeah and it's just people getting mugged and, and it's, um it's just it's just Eisenberg on the front cover like unconscious on the ground <laughs> oh yeah he's not having a good time i know he's a little sick he's got his man cold yeah but um yeah and then like so then he challenges the the instructor to uh what's it called Un- one-on-one unarmed combat yes and then he's like i'm gonna kill you yeah he and what else does he do he he oh and then jesse eisenberg like sh- basically just shoots him in the head and which made me fucking laugh really hard i i that is that is one of my favorite parts it's it's him it's basically it's it's jesse eisenberg uh steps on the mats the professor like bows to him or whatever and then jesse eisenberg immediately not even, he didn't even try to beat him in combat he just immediately pulls a gun out and shoots him directly in the head and that is it and like the professor has, has barely been looked up yet from the bow it is one yeah. of my favorite things and, and then, then I, he's like, oh, I killed the instructor in one-on-one combat using my finger. Kind of like the way, by the way, that, uh, that's another part I love, which is the instructor giving, giving, the, telling the story of his instructor, how he died. Yes. And then just exaggerating everything and nobody questions it. No. Nope. And I'm just like, I fucking, this is, I've seen this so many times, but yeah. I, I just, I also love like bowing, having to bow to the, the, uh, the, to the picture, picture to the picture on the wall which is a thing in jujitsu schools <laughs> like really traditional i'm gonna start doing that schools. i'm gonna get a picture of alejandro okay. i'm gonna make people bow to him so bad oh my god i was like oh god i've been here <laughs> lining up in ranked order all that yeah. kind of shit um anyway yeah. Are, are, yeah things i I don't do at least can you at least give me that dragon yes i will at least give you you don't do some of these things <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he then gives a black belt to uh, to girl, yep. Imogen, and then uh, is like, "All right, so let's continue classes." And then she's like, "I'm, I'm going to change some shit here," yeah. which uh, I think is a philosophy for life, which is women are going to take over and they're going to destroy everything, right, Dragon? Yeah, they're going to take your manly karate and make it feminized. How horrible! <laughs> how horrible! Yeah, okay. how horrible! Anyway, let's. Uh, all right, Dragon, let's wrap this up. Dragon? Okay. Yes. What are your final thoughts on this movie? I uh, man, I love this movie. It hits real close to home in a in a lot of ways, <laughs> but uh, it's very very fun. And listen, if you're if you're in like martial arts and you can't you you think that this movie is like offensive, you should probably leave your gym. <laughs> Get to find a better gym. <laughs> if you see too many of these, mm-hmm. there's some red flags. There's a red flags. Uh, anyway, I love this movie. I yeah. I give it I Would give it a smashly. I really you give it a smashly. Yeah. All right, dragon. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, so 
Uh, number one, uh, I'm going to start taking more of the things that I learned from this movie and implementing <laughs> them into my gym. Yeah. So, no, I, I really do love this movie. I think it's fuck. It's such a good dark comedy. And it's it, it's better the more you know about the karate culture. Yeah. Or any martial art culture. The more you've experienced it, the better it is. Because it's yeah. so fucking... It, it's it's written by a guy who's a... I think he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I'm not sure. But I know he, 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 is. he does jiu-jitsu for a long time. And he 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 wrote he wrote the movie based on kind of like his I I believe he was saying like this was me like I was scared of men and I like I forget that if he actually had like a like he got beat up or something but it was he was basically like, yeah I was like really scared of men and yeah. like th- this is how I overcame it kind of thing. It's my story. Yeah, like, that's my story. Except we started at at a good point for me because I have a dachshund and people no friends. So that yes. would be that would have been my dream. That's like that. That's like your uh your your yeah. my. Your mid-level. My dream, That's my not your dream, rock bottom. <laughs> my dream was to become Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg in the beginning of the movie. And look at you now. You're Jesse Eisenberg at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, anyway. Actually, you're more like Imogen Poots. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, lo- I think it's fucking brilliant. It's, uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I would give it higher, but I'm just like, I, I don't know. Something, something, something is, I, I feel like it, it probably could have gone on for longer, but I'm also worried that like the longer you go, the more, the more chance for shit you have. Yeah. I, I actually, so. I, I disagree. I think that the, I think that the movie needs to be like a tight, it's a little over 90, but like a, I, a, a tight, you know, hundred minutes. Maybe, 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 maybe I wish that I had gotten deeper into like the martial arts thing, but that's like a personal thing. It would have been happier for me, but less people would have enjoyed it. Well, I imagine, I imagine that there's another draft of this movie where it's just like all like, like you could probably write a, a hundred more lines that are just like the most cringy shit you've ever heard. And you could just go to one of the more traditional jujitsu gyms for like a, a, a week or two and just start writing shit down that the professor said. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think you could write a cringier version just with stuff I, I've said. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right, Dragon. Eight Let's talk it. about next week. Now, okay. you chose this week, and that means I get to choose next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you mind reading it out? Because the my baby is uh, I got you. complaining if, that I'm sitting down. So, ne- so next so, week, uh, Ber- Berto chose uh, the 1992's Unforgiven. So, did, you want me to give all of it? So, this is... Yeah, uh, if you don't mind. Two hours and 11 minutes. It is currently streaming on HBO. It is directed by and starring Clint Eastwood. Also, Gene Hackman and Morgan Freeman. I don't think I've seen this. So I'm kind of excited to see it. So this is a movie that I saw when Mm -hmm. I was in my... uh, I saw this like a couple of weeks ago when I was in my Western kick. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to just keep watching more Westerns because I was enjoying it. And I Googled what are the best Westerns. And this is one of the ones that came up. The problem that the reason why I'm picking this is because I wanted to talk about it, but I'm like, man, I feel like there's so much in this movie to talk about that yeah. we should just do it for the podcast. Perfect. And I think it's a movie you would enjoy because of uh, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the movie is kind of like getting rid of. It's kind of like, hey, you know what what you like about westerns? Well, they're not real. Here's a more realistic depiction of what these things actually are. Okay, so that's fun. And I th- I think it's going to be loaded, even if it's not a good movie, if you don't, even if you don't enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's going to be loaded with things for us to talk to talk about. Yeah. All right. Um, nice. Sounds good. All right, good. Dragon. Why don't you go ahead and uh, send us off? Oh, okay. Okay. Bye. Okay, Alejandro, send us off. Bye, buddy. Bye, B. Oh, he's making noises this entire time. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only yeah, when you never talk. mind. <laughs> yeah. So okay, anyway, bye. all right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>